Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fourth Large. We got everybody on today. We got Philly, Bobby, Devin. How's everybody doing? Oh, welcome to Fourth Large. Uh, this is Devin. Uh, I my birthday is on Monday, and yesterday my friend showed up with a uh, a unsolicited gift, which was a terrarium fully equipped with two hermit crabs. Uh, he had to spend at least a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars on this setup, and not once in my, any aspect of my life have I ever expressed the interest uh, in having a hermit crab terrarium. Um, but uh, that that's how I'm doing. I father too. Do they nice. smell yet? They're fucking sitting right next to me, man. And I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I can't kill them, you know, because they're living creatures. I don't want them. And I, I can't neglect them. Devin, I think this leads us into a great jumping off point. Is there something you would like to say then? To Philly for putting all of those hermit crabs in his room. Then they were crabs. They were fiddler crabs. Oh, what? Uh, what did you get? Oh, you got hermit. Yeah, these are ones. These are sh- in shells. Uh, a different type of mm. uh, shellfish. Shellfish. Crustacean. Don't let me eat that. Crusta- it's a, this is a crustacean. Um. Yeah. I is this is a fit is a. I'm sorry. So is a hermit crab a crustacean or a shellfish? It's a crustacean. It's a crustacean. Yeah, but what's a what's a shellfish then? Shellfish. A shellfish is a, a. It's a simpler word. It's yeah, a, some sort of mollusk. It makes you not sound like such a prick when you're like, I'm allergic mollusk. to crustaceans. <laughs> an aquatic shelled mollusk, e.g., an oyster or cockle, or crustacean. Like oh God, crab or shrimp. Yeah. Cockle. So. So can you break it down? What's a what's a what's a what's a crustacean? What's a mollusk? What they, are they? Uh, so they are all they are an aquatic shelled mollusk or crustacean. So I'm sorry, a shellfish could be a mollusk or a crustacean. A mollusk is an oyster or cockle. <laughs> uh, cockle. Uh, a crustacean is a crab or a shrimp, um, especially one that is edible. So hold on. So um, I'm sure that this is just intriguing to our listeners. Well, I think this gives us a great transition. Speaking of mollusks, uh, something great that happened was... I don't know if we can transition from fucking around with... step on everyone No, 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 hold on. I swear to God. We can't transition from what we just talked about to this anecdote. I got it. Speaking of crustaceans... There's no way we can make this. Speaking of crustaceans, it's not appropriate. Speaking of crustaceans, there was this crusty old graduate that did no. some badass over the weekend. No, no. can't do that. So speaking of uh, shellfish or mollusks, uh, although these are hermit crabs, uh, a common type of mollusk uh, or shellfish uh, or crustacean that you'll find around the citadel in the pluff mud in the uh, estuary of the Ashley River uh, is a fiddler crab which you can find just outside of uh, your rooms at the Citadel. Is that tie it back to the Citadel? And speaking of the Citadel, uh, there's that old grad that did something cool this weekend. There we go. Great job, Devin. Nice job. Way to transition there. Thank you. Uh, So, yeah, something pretty cool happened over the week. Uh, A Citadel grad, a Romeo graduate, Lieutenant Colonel Eric Cutt, uh, he brought back 823 Afghans uh, in a C-17 sortie. 
that kind of went viral. It was the picture that was all over the place on the news of basically wall to wall and like nose to tail people packed into a C-17. Packed like sardines, one might say. Packed like sardines. Great job, Devin. Gold star. Gold star to Devin for today. Go ahead. Sorry. We just blew our secret. Well, that's all right. The cat's out of the bag now. Or the fiddler crab is out of the river, if you will. And in the room. But yeah. So who's... Whose side is that guy on? Because didn't we f- just fight a war against Afghanistan? I mean, honestly, like, who, who, what the fuck is going on? It's a 20-year war. Uh, he was following orders because if he didn't follow orders, there'd be punishments. Speaking Ooh, of punishments. punishments. Wow, Devin, you are on fire. Three for three right now. This is our worst and our best intro all at the same time, <laughs> which I don't know if we could go with this. But look, I, I do got to say a tip of the cap to uh, Lieutenant Colonel Eric Cut before we get into the punishments here. Does anyone want to kick off punishments? I had a lot of them at the Citadel for only doing one bad thing. All right. Well, I think the easiest way to do this is probably just breaking down the official types of punishments that can come out of being a cadet at the school. So I think the most common one was probably confinements. It's kind of like the lowest threat. Uh, what a confinement is, is pretty much 50, 50, from the blue book, a confinement is a 50 minute period during which a confined cadet in duty uniform are required to remain in their assigned confined classroom uh, studying, sleeping or other forms of entertainment are not allowed. So if you enjoy studying, you're, you're not actually not allowed to do that either. Uh, confinement periods are Wednesdays from 1500 to 1800 or Fridays from 1900 to 2200 Saturdays from 1400 to 17. And then again, from 19 to 2200. So they're doing confinements. Uh, it looks like in a classroom in a group setting. Now that really sucks because when we were there, you sat confinements in your room and we talk about old core being, you know, we always talk about things from the past being harder, but, uh, doing cons in a classroom sucks way more than doing cons in your room. We changed that. Remember, that was our that, that changed with our class because there was a a honor violation that went all the way to trial, and it was a pretty contentious trial. The person had received cons or had received tours, hurt their ankle during like a club sport, so they had to do confinements. And instead of doing confinements in their room in one of the battalions, they walked over to another battalion. I do remember this. And hung out with their significant other for the entire time. And so it went all the way to trial and there was a big talk about it. Like, did they, and then signs saying I sat my con, but they really didn't because they were in, not only were they not in the same room, they were in an, in an entirely different fucking battalion. And then I, it came back not in violation, but mostly because other people were like, there's no way we can find them in violation when we all just sit and play fucking video games while we sit and do cons. So, Philly, I got to know what side of the fence were you on if it was so con- contentious, contag- contagious, contagious. <laughs> uh, well, I sat prosecution for the trial and was in 
the belief that what they did was not serve confinement. And so when they signed the paper to say they had sat and done a 50 minute punishment period in their room, that was in fact a lie because they were in an entirely different fucking battalion at the time. So you want to break down pretty much like how confinements were outlined, at least while we were there. So, um, well, similar to this, a confinement was a 50 minute period where they had to be in duty uniform plus webbing and a belt, the brass belt buckle. And then they could, they weren't allowed to be entertaining themselves. So technically you were, had to either be reading or studying. And again, like, because the blue book hadn't really been updated for our times and shit like that, people were like, Doing cons not in uniform, doing cons and playing video games, doing cons in their fucking pajamas and still signing it. Yes, technically they are serving their punishment because they're staying in their room. But because this was like such a gross misrepresentation of what a fucking con was, you know, it went to trial. Well, that's like that's. But putting those restrictions on a confinement, that's like saying, okay, everyone follow all the rules. And if you don't and you lie and you break one of them, then uh, you're kicked out for an honor violation because you broke one of the rules, even though you said you were going to follow all of them. Like we all, we break rules. The reason the honor yes. code works is because it's specific. So I guess that's why it's so contentious. Well, yeah. And I, it did come down to, I think a lot of people were like, well, I've done pe- people on the board were like, I've done cons in my pajamas. I played Xbox all weekend and didn't study while sitting cons. I wore a duty uniform, but I didn't wear the belt. Like, so it's kind of, again, it's like very, if you don't follow one of the things that it says, then can you be considered in violation? So, so yeah, I mean, they were found not in violation, but, uh, but that chain, that's what, triggered that change the school was like okay and because it was a pretty high profile like a lot of fucking people in bond and jenkins hall were very well aware of this that Mm -hmm. was going on and so they changed the rule they're like okay instead of trying to fucking get around it we'll just make everyone go go sit in the classroom sorry but it's kind of like tour like and then we can transition into tours now, but it was kind of like the same thing of like, did you, do you ever see people walk tours and literally drag their rifle behind them? Just yeah. like, just like holding the barrel of the rifle technically, because it's not in the proper position. And if you signed it to say you did that tour again, if we had set that precedent, it's like, well, everyone who's ever done a tour would be in violation of the honor code. So, Devin, I think you should probably the uh, the tourist description since you had the most out of the four of us, probably actually combined. I was uh, um, I had three. Yeah, I, I had zero. I just walked one with Devin because I was like, oh, I oh, wonder what did. a tour feels like. I uh, J Bone and I walked five tours so we could go to the rec day party. Because remember, at the end of the year, if you you like one tour counted for two cons. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. We got a gross room. We got a gross room because our room got tornadoed by an upperclassman. I was going to ask if that was the time where Judas 
put the name tag on there and you got gross room. No, but- I don't want to talk about that because if I, men- <laughs> if I mention that one more time on this podcast, I'm going to J Bone's going to call me and I don't have 20 minutes uh, to <laughs> chat about it right now. I got to call Kegel back. He called me on Sunday. I didn't even get it. I was flying. Um, Okay, tours. Um, I was a I was a tourist at the Citadel. Uh, that sounded better in my head. Um, uh, okay, tours suck. Um, but a tour is defined as a fifty minute period of time in which a cadet marches on the quadrangle at one hundred and twenty paces a minute with the rifle at right or left shoulder arms. Uh, the cadet marches in seasonal leave under arms. God damn it. I forgot about that. Uh, seasonal leave. Uh, tours are conducted in Padgett Thomas Barris, Barracks. A couple things uh, before I tell my uh, little tour stories. You can only march, I think, 14 tours a week, right? Unless they're accelerated. Right. I think it depends on the time of the year and like the situation of the cadet. That says that they're in seasonal leave. We march tours in duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We that are- fucking sucks too. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, that new Kool Aid Man. That looks new. I uh, and I realized. So, uh, I don't it's know. It's still fucking hot in October, and they're in salt and pepper. Uh, is this a good time? Salt to tell and my, peppers here. My tours story, real quick. Um. Yeah. Go, well, go should ahead. we should we address the pageant time at Barrett? Can they only do it in Second Battalion now? Yeah. Everyone yeah. has to I, go. I that must stem from then. the same thing we were just talking about. I was going to okay. talk about that for the pros and cons, but we after Devin's story year. Yeah, so, okay, so a couple things, and I also realized that according to the Citadel, I probably had to have a fucking honor violation. Um, so <laughs> I'll explain that too. So I got busted. You've heard this story before going AWOL. Um, I got 80 tours. Is that AWOL? AWOL over four hours? Yes. Well, a- 80 tours? it was when we were there. We'll, we're going to talk about difference in punishments oh, dude, i was just looking at those they're fucking wild uh so i got 80 tours for going a wall over four hours that you've heard that story before um but i got it like right before thanksgiving and i was graduating at the end of that semester and if and so i you're not allowed to get your diploma unless you have all your punishments taken care of and i know actually I, there was one cadet who had like 500 punishments who i don't think ever got his diploma because he was like fuck that I, he was a senior when we were knobs but uh Anyway, um, so I had to walk accelerated tours in fucking October to get my diploma. And um, I did that. I did it all night and day and night. Mets and I had joked previously um, before I got those tours that like, are you even really a cadet if you don't march a tour uh, when you graduate? We joked like, oh, we should march one tour before we graduate. Lo and behold, this happened. And Mets did march one with me. But um, I... uh, Two things. I didn't have an issued rifle because I was second in command of the company as academic <laughs> officer. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. so I uh, I can't remember what I the, my first number of tours, I walked around with my fucking sword and uh, I'd whip it around and <laughs> uh, Bauer hollered at me one day and I gave him my explanation. I just gave you, I don't have a rifle, sir. This is my weapon. And that was definitely not the right answer. Um, so I think I borrowed maybe your rifle, Andrew. And then uh, I marched tours over and over and over and I was marching them at night and it was winter and um, I got bronchitis. I started coughing and coughing up like blood or some weird shit. Quote unquote bronchitis. I I had to go to the infirmary to get them to diagnose me because otherwise COVID. Because otherwise you still have to march the tours. Yeah. And so they, and so they're like, all right, you've got, I think I, I have my belt at home still with the check marks, but I think I got around 50 or 60 
before I had to convert those to cons. And so I just set cons. And then, um, yeah, that was uh, that was my tour store. It was absolutely fucking awful. That's how you got your uh, nickname, too. After you got the bronchitis, you became the F Troop Infirmary Ranger because that is not my fucking did we did we did we really hammer home like what an accelerated tour was like you oh. could you could march it from like sun up to fucking sun down the whole day if you yes wanted. yeah so normally for you're only allowed to march a maximum of 14 per week which is a brilliant strategy because if you get 80 tours and you can only march 14 per week that keeps you in the citadel without being able to go on leave forever and so they gave me accelerated tours. So I believe I could march as many as I wanted at pretty much any hour of the day to graduate. Um, yeah, I remember, I don't know what year it was. It was either sophomore or knob year. I remember there was one kid. I don't know who he was or what he did, but I think he was out there at like 11 o'clock at night, still walking mm-hmm. just in order to try and uh, like you said, like, isn't can you get your ring if you have punishments? No, no. It so it's like I think there's only a couple times you can do accelerated tours, like at the end of the year, and maybe right before you get your ring, to so you can walk and participate oh, in the ceremonies. Sorry, you can get your ring, but you can't get your diploma. You can't even walk, can you? Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't get your degree or walk. Go ahead, Bob. and we we are actually like one of the few schools that actually gives their diploma to uh students at graduation a lot of time yeah no that's true fuck you bobby don't shake your head no it's true no a lot of a lot of colleges get empty tubes for real you're on mute bob bobby's on mute we got empty yeah we got empty tubes too no we didn't didn't we i'm pretty sure we did uh i think well obviously tubes and then we went around no because then your it. diploma would be all fucked up from that little tube. That's why they don't give them out in little tubes anymore. I did definitely get a tube. No, we yeah, get it. It has instructions on where to go to get your fucking diploma after no. the ceremony is over. No. Well, it doesn't matter. We can make shit up anyway. <laughs> like, it's it's not even hell week anymore. It's challenge week. So, like, no one's fact checking us. Challenge morning. Yeah, when we were at school, we actually had to eat rats. <laughs> and by rats I mean sophomores sloppy rats yeah but do you remember do you you remember watching people do tours they would it's a 15 minute period right and then they get a 10 minute break and they would just look like prisoners in a chain gang or something just like sitting just like hanging out like a bunch of miscreants my, sitting my on the was, quad my favorite was like it was like a spectacle too. So like when punishments were going on, if you wanted to take a break from studying, you're like, well, I guess I'll go out to the galleries and I'll just kind of like lean over onto the side and just like watch people. And then you could just talk as much shit to those people as they were walking as you wanted. And they basically were like, they had to defend themselves and they couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't come up to you and they just had to sit there and keep walking. It's funny because, Go ahead, BB. I was gonna say you can just like you. We would just heckle them. You would just like yeah. tell them to do shit with their rifle or like do yeah. this or do that. It was like we would get a whole group of us and be like, "Hey, pick your rifle up." Yeah. And you just yell at that guy <laughs> if you were, if you were just like overwhelmed for a minute. Exactly like Matt said, you just step outside and just yell at someone marching a tour and then go back to your room. I remember but, I uh, started doing like rifle drill. Be like, put arms, <laughs> just like see if I how many people I could get. <laughs> To start doing rifle drills, they were doing tours. We, um, 
but it's so different. Well, I guess it's, I guess now that it's all in second battalion, it's, it's not as interesting, but like in second battalion, when we were there, people would be semi walking tours properly. But then I think if you went over to, you know, fourth battalion, I don't know, they were probably fucking chucking a Frisbee on the quad for 50 minutes. Counting that as a tour. <laughs> they pick, they, they count quad ball as a, as a tour in fifth battalion. I know that for yeah. a fact. <laughs> I uh, I have a wonderful photograph of me marching tours with my sword, and on my left is Miziak, and on my right is Arnold. <laughs> I fucking dodged a bullet because those two didn't make it. I also, as accelerated tours, when you're out there by yourself at ten o'clock and people are especially bored, that's a great time for heckling. So, kind of, kind of talking about that difference of how all tours are done in PT barracks and how all cons are set in a classroom. Now, the one benefit this does bring is the person who's having to sit there as a designated snitch. Now you only need one. Cause I remember it sucked you when you had to be, I can't remember what the, the designation was. It wasn't guard. DDO. There it is. ADO. So basically what you had to do. Battalion duty officer. Yeah. It, and basically you had to sit there and just like watch everyone do all this stuff. So it was almost like a punishment in itself of you have to watch these other people do punishments it was mm-hmm. its own form of punishment. It was mm-hmm. so messed up. You remember when we were knobs, they had the uh, ADO mobile and all that kind of stuff too. There's some great stories of like the ADO and the duty officer of the day. And like the, we didn't get a golf games. cart. Did we No, they got like a full on like 1970s or eighties car like Cadillac mobile or something. My senior mentor took that Buick to Myrtle beach when he was serving as the ADO. <laughs> I forgot. He has, um, that's but could you what do you do as like bdo like you waltz into this battalion and there's probably like 20 to 30 people probably marching tours like all those guys are gonna be like fuck off yeah Yeah, but then again like the bdo's kind of fucked because if the bdo signs and says all these people did their tours properly and some of them didn't Mm -hmm. like you got to be a good little snitch or you're getting kicked out of school too Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I, I'd be interested to see how tours, because again, I ugh, that's got yeah, what a shitty situation. I one of the, I one time, Anthony he asked me, he asked me to go pick up vodka and milk, and I was like, okay, cool, and I. I walked over and I was like, hey, man, here's your vodka. I'm going to go put the milk in the cooler. And he's like, oh, no, I want to know. I'm going to make white Russians. He was fucking drinking white Russians while walking tours in like May. As probably not for drinking in the barracks. <laughs> you know, and a white, this dude was drinking vodka and milk. That's not a white <laughs> Russian. Send it out a white Russian. <laughs> That's filthy. <laughs> walking tour, like walking fifty minutes in the Charleston sun, taking dude, ten minutes to chug vodka and milk. Dude's an Probably animal, hurtled. an animal. Yeah, dude. He would like all he would do to hide. He would just put the milk behind the pillar. <laughs> like he wouldn't even put it in a fucking cooler. <laughs> all I can picture right now is just the scene from Anchorman. He's like, so goddamn hot. <laughs> vodka and milk was a bad choice uh, <laughs> oh my god uh, also last thing on tours as a reminder uh, 50 minutes of walking and fucking dress shoes on cement mm. is absolutely 
terrible for your entire yeah. body. We had a. Um, do you remember our first sergeant lost his rank our knob year because we had to we stayed up too late before rec day? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and that, isn't that what happens anytime you get get tours? You lose your rank, right? Well, I I don't remember okay. what the whole situation was but our attack officer lieutenant colonel g tried to actually like help him out and was like you can walk your tour and then for every person that walks with you it will count for like half a tour do you remember this please tell me no i don't but please tell me like no one else walked. no there was no there was a bunch of us walking like if oh, 10 people you remember this like if 10 actually, people no, walked right. now now I do remember this I do if like this. 10 people walked with him it would count for five tours and then his tour it would be six why did we do that do you remember well i remember why they kept us up they did like every hour they came and knocked on the door well yeah here knock back they would open the door and like wake you up the night yeah. before rec day i remember that but what i'm saying is why was it so important that he got his tours finished um I don't. I don't. He got a train cadre. Or I bet it was so he could because if he had outstanding tours, I bet he couldn't come back as uh, with cadre the next season. Did he come back to F Troop? He didn't come back to F Troop, did he? Yeah, he R knob first sergeant. Yeah, he did. Yeah. No, I thought he got a BT. Mm, well, he did later on. Oh, he got one later wasn't... on. I can't remember if yeah. he was drinking the barracks or whatever, but he got one later. Yeah, I remember Lieutenant Colonel G tried to set that up, and there was a bunch of us that had walked like three supplemental tours to help him out and then he came back and was like uh jenkins hall nixed the idea so you guys all just it was like we all just wasted our time <laughs> which is essentially all that happens when you walk a tour anyway so yes um and i think that's a great transition of what you could be doing to better spend your time is actually a punishment that is now uh usable but it needs to be approved by the commandant of discipline we have let's say 60 tours you can have 50 percent of it count towards that punishment so you can essentially do 30 hours of community service which we're going to try to pitch for that community service count towards you just coming on fourth large and telling us some stories <laughs> <laughs> we what's that day what's that day all the cadets have to, do you remember this it got implemented i think our junior year where the entire school had to be fort like pick a volunteer thing oh yes yeah what day that. was that it was um I, I don't remember the name of the day i know what activity we picked uh we picked the activity where we went and rode well we didn't it was our company commander when we were seniors and the knobs and they went and did like a robo competition on the cooper river <laughs> We did one year I did Habitat for Humanity and then one year I did like a CPR class or something. And that counted as Adam and I were like very adamant on trying to pick the like the shortest volunteer session that we could. It was it was like a it was almost like a work detail the way they sent all of us out to like go do yeah. work for one day it's in our like, little uniforms. Yeah, it's like when a prison like gives us to the like gives prisoners to the state and lets them work on roads for a nickel. Prisoner Citadel. Prisoner Citadel. You have to go out and repair roads for the for the county. Prisoner Citadel. Uh, but I um I like that idea though. Um 
what is it, when you say can only count towards 50% of a cadet's punishment total. So if they have 10 cons, they can only do five hours of community service. Correct. And then the other five have to be served as those five cons. That would be kind of cool. I'm, I'm all about it. I think that should be something it. that is, you know, used more. But my the problem is, is probably it takes a fucking mile long list of approvals to get it all the way up to the whoever the commandant of discipline is. I think that's just the it should just be the commandant. Just submit it and then get them to sign it off. Really, it should be probably delegated down to the tech or the company commander. Honestly, I believe that this should the community service option. Should, it ought to be the standard and then marching tours should be a backup to mm-hmm. like serving I, the community. I think that like, that would be a better use of everyone's time. And you've got this, these young people like, and you've got them mandatory for 80 hours because they went AWOL and you go put them to work and help somebody. Well, I think a 50% is like a pretty good bar. Plus like think about, you know, I, w- I would say it's probably still like a 50, 50 split for people in Charleston. And like, if they like, citadel cadets or if they find them annoying but like they think about like think about how much people in the charleston area would love citadel cadets if they got to like have them come out to their houses and do like yard work for free they'd be like i love the citadel everyone should go to the citadel i will buy citadel cadets drinks i'll buy them food i for one am against it entirely it's about wasting time <laughs> It's you about wasting do- time, not bettering society. Could that is punishment? That would be cool. Yeah, because what if you went to go volunteer at like the Humane Society? You shouldn't yeah, be. Able- what if- you what shouldn't be allowed to, to hang out or something. Yeah, what if you find a partner in life out of it? Then that's not a punishment. <laughs> they make what you the euthanize all the dogs. You just go off campus for like an hour. What is that? You just go to <laughs> enjoy society. Get the fuck back here. What? It, yeah. What if you feel fulfilled f- for eight hours oh. on a Saturday? well that's why still coming on fourth large would still be a good way to have them punished because they wouldn't feel fulfilled they would just be like well i just feel like i wasted an hour of time (laughs) (laughs) we will waste your cadets time for you you, call fourth large do you think we could even do one better and not even have to come on just listen to the podcast (laughs) like the community service is feeding our ego for every episode of fourth large you listen to that's uh, like two confinements. <laughs> I would love to get in the blue book and change some of this shit around. I would love. How about this? Who's in charge of like making cadets go sit cons in classrooms? ADO. They, Me. Okay. ADO. Listen up. Get a speaker and fucking make all those cadets sit in that classroom and play fourth large while they're doing it. But and just so, our first episode on repeat. Just like the terrible mic quality. (laughs) Or where are we? Or we can do, should we record an hour of whale sounds and they have to listen to that? We should make Lucas do a a podcast, (laughs) one of our earlier guests, and you'd have to decipher what he's saying for an hour. And the quicker you get it deciphered, the sooner you get to leave your confinement. Trick question. Trick question. You never get to leave your confinement. <laughs> and I didn't know about this community service thing. This is such bullshit. This is news to me as of. Why is it bullshit, though? Why is it bullshit? Because it's not punishment at all. Says the guy that fun. got bronchitis to get out of his tours. <laughs> I was blood. And I, they wouldn't have let me out unless I that was 
okay. No, I, no, 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 no. A punishment is a punishment and that's it. It's a waste of your time. It's not fulfilling. It sucks. And have you ever done community service? 90% of the time it's fulfilling. Even if you're picking up trash on road, you're, you're making the world a better place. It's not about that. It's about making your insides a worse place to reside. Mentally, you want to, everything should be worse for pun because with punishments. But what about the whole like rehabilitation? That's thing? not what the Citadel's about. It's about breaking. It's not a rehabilitation. Yeah, it's building your image. Well, what about um? So can I just point out if you're picking up trash, all you're doing for the trash pickup is moving it somewhere else to be dumped into a landfill. The Earth is just one giant landfill if you really think about it. Yeah, yeah. but don't make the rich people look at it. <laughs> exactly right. That is even better. Instead of community service, we have to go clean up rich people's neighborhoods. Dude, send them to triangle. like golden triangle for you. <laughs> go send them to like the Kiowa Island golf course and make them polish golf clubs or something. <laughs> well, and also let me just say this. If I if I said, even if you said go shine the nuts of the bulldog for three hours, like you can still just kind of stand there and really do nothing. And that's a punishment, but that's not a real punishment. Marching tours where everyone can heckle you. Everyone has to watch you. There's a clear definition of what the punishment is. And if you lie about it, you're fucking expelled. You're still sitting there rubbing a dog's brass dog's balls. Like, yeah, but a pretty... tour's worse. Yeah, because when you're done shining that dog's balls, they're shiny. When you're done doing a tour, nothing has changed except you are sadder. than You've you worn out your shoes. Well, if you're drinking milk and vodka... God, I can't. I hope that becomes the official drink of tour walkers, milk and vodka. Uh, that is our our fourth large sponsor drink. Uh, we're gonna make a drink out of it. We're gonna call it. What should we call it? What should we call it? <laughs> instead fourth of making S. instead of making a uh, canned seltzer, should we just make canned milk and vodka? <laughs> oh my god, huh? uh, dude! Fuck this. And also the other thing. <laughs> Community service will make people love the Citadel. The Citadel is not to be loved. They're the cockroaches of Charleston. You go out there. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, they do. People hate knobs in the fucking Charleston because they're annoying. They stand outside of the fucking dorms. They make, they make a mess and eat a bunch of food. And that makes their lives worse, which is exactly the point of the Citadel. Okay, to that exact point, I know this is way off topic, but when we were in Austin for my bachelor party, we ended up uh getting tied off with a another boat and one of the people on the boat she was a uh college of charleston graduate in the uh 13 year group and she found out that a bunch of us went to the citadel and she goes oh were you guys those weirdos that stood outside the dorms and just waited for girls to walk out and then chased <laughs> us around i was like oh man yes. is that a look for the citadel which is imagine if those knobs or we were faced to repaint the sorority house and they all loved them. That would make the Citadel experience pot, like feel better, which is we, not the point. We were never. Mind. I would not have gone to the Citadel if it was all about like, pay, like I was, would have just done community service if I, I wanted to be beaten like a naughty little boy. <laughs> That's what we're there for. You know, you, you wanted, want it. You wanted that you, nice little pat. You want it. Butt. I want to, you want to, forcing, forcing BB to paint a sorority house and be close to that many girls would be a punishment for him. <laughs> I, uh, oh my God. Yo, Bobby, I, we got to talk about your virginity story at some point, man. No, it would have, yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely would have rather marched a tour than <laughs> be within a hundred feet of that fucking place. Oh, my heart is racing. <laughs> So, so it's settled. The Citadel made a grave error by fostering positive 
uh, whatever you call it, with a spirit, po- fostering positive whatever sentiment with a Charles contributing to society. Yeah, our, our tribute to society is all all the fucking shit our boys do overseas and all the awesome stuff we do in the private sector. That's our tribute to society: is it mindless capitalism or imperialism. Thank you. Un- unbridled capitalism. Speaking unbridled. of unbridled capitalism, extra military instruction. Great transition. Thank that you. is a Mets transition there for you. Nah, you've been you're good. If if they go in on a it. If your transitions go uninterrupted, they're good. But I will never let that happen. <laughs> Fuck off, Bobby. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay, extra military instruction. According to what's written here, it's this. Uh, who wrote this? Getting more better at the shit you sucked at. Company commander initiative. Mo better. Is this a thing? Yeah, so what the extra military instruction is a program that exists not only at the Citadel, but also in the Marine Corps. I bet they have it in the Army if you mm-hmm. look deep enough into their rule books, too, where mm. if you are supposed to have shiny shoes and you show up without shiny shoes, extra military instruction is the mechanism where legally the superior officer or handler or cadre can force the inferior knob whoever to do more shining of shoes because they suck at it we had what it is did we have this during our time we did and Metz has a great story about dj um our company commander or i don't know if it was when he was a first sergeant but he he utilized this program uh, to great benefit yeah so d uh it was when he was first sergeant so when we had our knobs we did a douche detail in like the middle of the weekend it was right before or a hydro detail like right before the start of a it was like the week before an alumni weekend or whatever where people can come into the barracks and see what was going on and they cleaned the galleries and they they cleaned it up pretty good i can't remember what the the knobs did but they all did something that like pissed us off and it wasn't like just one person it was the whole class they did something and we we're like all right how can we punish this group like within the means of the blue book? And DJ's like, I'm just going to have them do an EMI where they just clean the galleries again. So he went over to the tech officer and was like, Hey, so they cleaned the galleries up, but they didn't really do a good job. So I'm going to institute an EMI to have them do another hydro slash douche detail and clean up the entire barracks. And it was like a three hour douche detail slash hydro detail. And that, Remember, upperclassmen, if you got one of those knobs that's like by the book, you just flip the script on them and then you go by the book and you, even if the punishment isn't that bad, they probably are really annoyed that you got one over on them by sticking by the book. Remember that, yes, you're right. Beat them to death with the book because the punishment for pornography is the exact same as an unregistered firearm at the Citadel, which is 60 tours. So there's always something. So I I did an unsanctioned mil- extra military instruction when I was a knob and one of the upperclassmen made me shine one of my shoes, not the pair, just one for two hours. Which means you probably had to go back and shine the other one just as long because you would have yeah. had just one extremely <laughs> shiny shoe and the other one would have looked like shit. 
Which means that it would have looked like you didn't shine one of your shoes. It you, yeah. they wouldn't have been like, hey, that one looks great, knob. Good shoe. Work on the other one. No, it would have been like, why didn't you ever touch this other shoe? Uh there's two there's two rules to live by as a knob. It's never too late and you'll never win. Um, I remember <laughs> EMI the Marine Corps, the Marine unit on campus, the Marine ROTC unit used extra military instruction regularly, they would have uh, Marine cadets who bothered one of the people in charge for some reason come over early in the morning. So probably, I think, 5 or 5.30 when the gates opened, you would show up at the Marine unit in duty uniform and you would start shining the bell um, on all the days that we didn't have PT. There was a bell. uh, It was, I don't know, like a three-foot brass bell and it was just something to make you do to waste your time because you pissed off somebody else and um you know there's always there's always another way to be punished there's always another person looking out to punish you so uh join clubs so i think that pretty much gives a good rundown on emi but some other things that you get feel like i'll let you jump off with those well, i was gonna say battalion transfers that's pretty self-explanatory that's probably one of the worst punishments you can get Agreed. is a, a battalion transfer for all those who can't put those two words together you switch from the battalion you're in to another battalion and that that would have broken my heart if i'd have gotten a battalion transfer at any point in the citadel that would have been the end of my career guaranteed no sure. doubt on the yep. spot or no okay would have I, do, it. I do have one question is it really that big of a punishment now because you have to transfer after your freshman year so is it is it a that's what, now? That's why the Citadel sucks now. Don't go. <laughs> so what I'm what I'm wondering, what I'm wondering, do you think someone gets smart enough and be like, look, I'm gonna keep doing fucked up shit to the point where I just get BT'd back into my original company and get back to where I nobbed with? And then it mm. no one's gonna be there. Oh yeah, you're right. Never mind. All right, hey, don't do that. That's a bad idea. So strange. Um, suspensions. Yeah, oh, the, the battalion switcheroes. Well, I think but, I think yeah. you can get a good feel for what a, a suspension and a BT was like after our our uh, John Martin interview. Um, he gave he gave a pretty good rundown on what that yeah that was like. After suspension, it says explosion. So they literally <laughs> take a stick of dynamite <laughs> and they explode you. I was wondering what the fuck that and who who the fuck dis. The missile is the other one. You get ex- you either get exploded or you get demissled. <laughs> oh my god! And then you probably have to shinny the bulldog until it's nice and shinny. Hey, for our listeners, we have on our script ex- expulsion is spelled explosion. I mm-hmm. that almost is spelled wrong. And the next topic is dismissal is dis- spelled D I S M I S I L E. Good lord. We're, we're- <laughs> Doesn't this have spell? This has spell check, doesn't it? Don't go to the Citadel. <laughs> you get good at shining one shoe, but you won't be able to spell two syllable <laughs> words. <laughs> um, military review board is that a punishment, or is that just determine what kind of punishments you get? Uh, it, it, I just remember it being something that led to either like a suspension, an explosion, or a dis a, dis- a missile. A dismissal, a dismissal. <laughs> yeah, so that's when that's when uh, it's not like the honor court where you're going up against the council of your peers. 
that's where it's the cadet against Jenkins Hall, and Jenkins Hall is talking to itself about what they're going to do with you to punish you. Don't don't you get a cadet rep at one of these? Get- I sat on a board when a knob had pulled a knife on his classmates. Is that a, even punishable? I didn't know you sat in on my board. I I remember there was. Do you guys don't remember this? He was in he was in F Troop as a knob. We were seniors, and at a party, these cadets had a little. You know, too his name much. was Miss Mister Perry. God damn it, Andrew! Stepping all over him. <laughs> these guys had a little bit too much milk and vodka that night, and the fucking knob got real worked up and like pulled a pocket knife on like four people and it, it went to military review it was a very weird um it was a very weird few days during this military review board process anyway so you can get punishments you, you can have punishments um so the one way to get rid of them is to do the crime do the time and the other way is amnesty and i think amnesty is can only be granted by two people the president of the school and the governor of south carolina correct yes and i have a i have a great story on this one this is a a story from mr hess he's actually someone that i really want to bring on because he's a a graduate from the citadel andy uh he ended up commissioning andy also came back as attack officer um but he he played rugby when he was at school. So he's always told me that he's told me this story when he was a, a, a cadet there. And when they were there, there was like every year the governor was scheduled to come to one of the parades. It was one of the bigger parades in the year. And at the parade, like they give the mic to the governor and be like, hey, so. Uh, oh, that's not a very good southern accent. I got to do right, so, five, four, three, two. <laughs> Hey, that, whatever it is. Hey, the Bobby Boucher. <laughs> no, sorry, They're not Cajuns in South Carolina. Anyway, in his deep Southern accent would go, I forgive all the punishments of the Corps of Cadets. And then everyone would cheer and there'd be much rejoice. Well, they knew each year, like they had it timed out his senior year. of, Oh, we know he's going to be here on this week of parade. So basically the rugby team's like, sweet, we're going to plan to just go AWOL the week before the governor shows up because then our punishments are going to get forgiven anyway. And they they got tried to get Mr. Hess to come out and be like, hey, we're going to go out in the town and we're going to go do this. And we're going to go AWOL. We're going to stay out all night. And I can't remember what he said, but he was like, oh, no, no, I'm going to, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to stick back tonight. I got something going on. Well, the governor had something end up coming up that that week. So his entire team ended up having to serve like the 80 tours because they all mm. went AWOL thinking it was going to get forgiven by the governor. Which uh, is the governor or the president able to forgive the citadel of uh, our original sin? No. No one can forgive that, huh? Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll get past that topic. Uh, um, did we ever have the governor come? Nikki Haley, she was. I don't think she was. A, was she the governor company. at the? Was she the governor at the time? Yeah, she was there? going through that scandal before uh, she became a representative to the UN. Somehow got covered up. Um, in golden Triangle. Goddamn Golden Triangle. The uh, I remember 
General Rosa granted us amnesty one time during a football game. Yeah, that was. I think that was just because cadets were getting real unruly. He had to throw us a bone. We were rioting a lot back then. Yeah. What year was that? Was that knob or sophomore? No. I don't know. I think it was sophomore. But I would say, hey, real quick piece of advice. People at the Citadel, throw more riots because they'll start doing shit to appease you. (laughs) Throw bigger, better, harsher riots. It'll Mm -hmm. work. They'll give you amnesty for it. But don't throw candles. Don't throw Yankee candles because someone could actually get hurt. Don't throw Yankee candles at people. But do light a mattress on fire and throw <laughs> it off fourth division. There you go. That uh I think the easiest way to not have to worry about amnesty though is just don't get in trouble. <clears throat> don't get caught. Just don't get caught. Which be a we'll, good little cadet. Which we'll outline here. It's gotten much harder to be a good cadet since we graduated. Because <laughs> those punishments are a lot higher and there's a lot more of them. Um well, let's hit it up. What? Well, real quick before we get in there, there were some things that weren't necessarily outlined in the blue book. You could end up kind of like what Bobby talked about. You could sign uh, Shinny, the <laughs> Shinny, the the bulldog that was outside of the the football stadium or the uh, the bas- the basketball arena. You ju- you're gonna shine that fucking giant ass bulldog outside Johnson Hagen. <laughs> I've heard of people that had to go do it. I heard someone in Tango had to go do it. It was like three of them. They had to go with their. You can't even shine that thing. So yeah, you can. Place. It's brass. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Someone from hey, Tango you... that had to shine the bulldog message us, and so that way I can shove it in Philly's face that he's wrong. Who's to say that dude's right? Me. Who's to say anyone's right? What is the truth? All right, right. let's get anyway. this. Let's get into it. All right. So, about to break open the blue book. So, hey, all you sardines out there, put your thinking caps on. Crack open and this book. Stand at attention. <laughs> um, but pretty hey, much. For real, read this book, by the way. It's it, nuts. It's crazy. Y'all should really. I didn't read it until after I graduated for sure. This is like the first time I've read it, but y'all it's a, should. It's pretty good. It's a quick read, too. It's only like 20 pages. Um, so I would say out of the blue book, I think the most common thing that probably cadets got punished for, at least for while we were there, was missing class. Um mm. We just people skipping class or just like, I'm not going to class or sleeping through class or whatever. Uh, that is now 15 cons. Ooh, when- loud. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, stars. Now, I would say we are very shocked because I believe it was 10 cons when we were there, correct? Five. 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 Yeah. yeah. I got, the only time I got, one of the only times I got punished, the second time I got punishments was for missing class for BVA training because um, those were in competition. And when, when I was at the Citadel, you would just choose one. And so you'd choose BVA training. And I just left class in the middle of it um, and said, sorry to my professor um, in Spanish. And then I went to BVA training and, and I got punishments for it, but it was only five punishments. So it wasn't that big of a deal that many, I could serve it almost in one day. Well, and then you were able to use that time to prepare for BVA because you were able to do it in your room and just, shine and prepare for the next session of bba here as we showed in the john martin episode shiny shoes get you jobs good grades don't necessarily get you jobs here's the here's the bullshit is it is 15 cons for no matter what class you miss which is 
total garbage. Like you, you know, those like forced uh, physical education classes we had to take, like, Oh, I got to miss 15 cons. Cause I decided not to do fucking racquetball today. I had a, our health teacher. Remember high speed Haynes? You yeah. just babble at us. I don't know. Pretzels are very good snack. Got a lot of salt. Pretty good though. I don't know. <laughs> oh, bad snack. Bulldogs. He's got a lot of fat. Oh, Bulldogs. That was a class. 45 minutes of that. <laughs> but the that's do, 15 cons for one class. That is a lot. Especially like, again, if instead of like, yeah, Bobby decided to choose BVA, but what if it's like, I need to study for this science test instead of going and playing racquetball. Time for a grade for a and grade i, I would say or, also ahead, or hey i need to go to racquetball or i haven't busted a nut in a couple of days yep i was gonna say um <laughs> busted a nut in a couple of days um <laughs> jesus christ no i don't remember what i was gonna say never mind about high speed haynes, high speed haynes. bulldogs oh missing these cla- 15 15 cons that is crazy so there were there were some things that so like basically i do remember like when teachers would take role they'd usually do at the beginning of class so cadets would sometimes show up and they'd be like hey i'm here they take role and then they start teaching the class and they turn around the chalkboard and they'd literally like immediately leave like all right cool i was here for class technically so i'm good and then i'm gonna pull chalks and get on out of here go do some maybe more productive more push-ups Maybe you were going to say something. Um, yeah. So I was going to say hit up ratemyprofessor.com or whatever the modern equivalent. I don't know if that's moved over to Reddit or where it is now, but um, look up your professors and see who takes role. Cause I remember there were some professors who didn't take role and I didn't go to class the entire semester. and I didn't get one punishment um, because they just didn't, some of them don't take role because like, it's a kind of a, it's a pretty, that's like a, kind of a, a moral decision that the professor has to take. Like, am I going to give this dude 15 punishments for missing my class? Or, or a professor would like turn around, notice a bunch of people had left and been like, I'm going to take role for the day. Those professors do have a great opportunity to just fuck your life. We need to do an episode talking about like some of the punishments slash activities professors had. Cause I remember there was a history professor that would, if you showed a blade to class, you'd have you in the, either stand or in the front leaning rest for the entire <laughs> class. Is that general Barry? I don't think he teaches anymore, which is a shame because he was an amazing professor, very, very smart man and very uh, awesome background of what he did in the army. But I remember if you showed up late, he would have you literally do pushups until he felt like you had done enough. Citadel grad and that hard ass. He was a fucking hard ass. And I learned so much from him because I was afraid of him. Plus on his papers, aside from all the content of the history class, or whatever it was, the guy was a doctor and then like for a lot like history and uh, English. And he was the grammatically most correct person I've ever, ever uh, taken a class for. So my content would be on point. But if I missed a fucking comma, um, he was a great teacher. I learned a lot from him. And I was going to say that I, the fact that he was a Citadel grad authorized him to enforce cadets doing push-ups. If a South Carolina unorganized militia beret wearing like professor told me to just start doing push-ups, I would be, I would do them, but I would be very upset about it. The fact that he was a grad really does make it like, okay. Cause he knows what he's doing to you and he knows how bad it is. So, and he 
I knew he was a grad too, because if you ever, if he is still teaching there, just realize that he is going to make your grade at midterms look like you're failing. But then, and that it, this was part of the mind games that he played with his, uh-huh. his cadets that took his class. So he was like, I want you to take my class because you want to know the shit that's in this class, not because you need it for a grade or for to, to graduate or get a degree. So when it, midterms came, he would grade everyone's papers super hard. Like you would get D's and F's, like the hard, highest grade that would get in the class was a C maybe in anything that he gave out up until midterms. And then midterms would come. People would see, oh, shit, I'm failing this class and then drop his class. And then after ad drop time period passed. He'd go back and then grade on a curve, and then your D or F would get bumped to at least a C. So if you were at an F, he'd bump you to a C. If you were at a C, he'd bump you to an A. If you were at a D, he would bump you to a B. And then you'd be like super judicious in how he graded your papers and all that kind of stuff from that point forward. Fucking terrorist. I loved him. I real quick, I had a I had a professor that literally was like, Hey, just so you all know, you're all getting D's at midterm. And he gave us all D's, but the other, going back to like the whole the South Carolina unorganized Play. militia. Wait, why? What do you mean why? Why did he give you all D's? He gave us all D's at midterm because he was like, I don't want to hear you guys complaining that you don't have an A. So you're all getting D's. You could not do that at a normal college. No, I could not believe. No. <laughs> and so... Uh, the other story I had was talking about when uh, Bobby had mentioned like some teacher, like again, like some of those teachers were like former military or former VMI Citadel grads and were like, you know, in the know. And then some of them are just they have to wear the uniform because they're a teacher. I got screamed at by like a quote unquote lieutenant colonel because I didn't salute her outside like half the uh, i would say 99 percent of the professors slash teachers one don't want to be wearing that uniform and two really don't want to salute cadets when they're walking through campus except for a very select few and this lady was like oh you're not going to salute a lieutenant colonel like uh i guess so i'm sorry i did Whatever. Can you imagine that poor lady when she started working at the Citadel, she was like, wow, what a place I'm going to help these boys and girls out. This is a tough place. I'm going to, I'm going to be there for them. And just after years and years of teaching there, she's just become this like, Hey, knob salute. <laughs> like what's for that's what that place. <laughs> I was, a, I was a senior like, Oh, but again, dude, Citadel, one of the very few places where it is, uh, well, I'm sure it happens everywhere, but where the teachers can really, can really treat you like shit. Not, no, not true. Other colleges, again, I'm, I've been to two other colleges because I had the year and a half at U of I, then I had to do a semester at BSU before I was able to transfer into Nabir. The teachers can't do anything. They're afraid of fucking students because if students complain about anything, like a woke student mm-hmm. who says you discriminate – Whatever they the teachers are like at the will of the student, which is mm-hmm. I think why good teachers come to the citadels because they can the discipline forces students to pay attention, although they yeah. just fall asleep. <laughs> can we can we edit that part out where uh, Devin said that the bad teachers are afraid of woke students, and so the good teachers go to the citadel? Pornography, thirty demerits and sixty to worse. As bad as having a gun. 
Now, is that possession or is that streaming that doesn't specify? Or distribution, because that is all. Production. (laughs) Yeah, but Devin, like you said, I don't know if we really drove it home here. Watching pornography is the same punishment as having an unregistered weapon on campus and only slightly worse than stealing a loaf of bread from the fucking it's 42 words for a loaf of bread 62 words for porn 62 words for guns like what i don't know do you really do you really think cadets get pulled for taking like half loaves of bread from the mess hall now yeah we used to take shit from the mess hall constantly everybody would leave with a beverage a loaf of bread uh, peanut butter, jelly, all whatever you could, because we were fucking hungry and the food sucked. We were well, always taking food from that place. The, and if you think about it, like I mean, that PB and J, it's not someone. Our tuition went towards paying for that PB and J, and half those loaves of bread, like you would, oh, you'd get a brand new pack at the table. Someone would take two pieces, and then what happens to that loaf? Gets taken goes home, home with the mess lady. Yeah, it goes home with the mess lady. So like. Well, I don't know. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so unauthorized taking of food, 20, 20 demerits, 40 tours. Depriving any cadet of food, 40 demerits, 80 tours, and a battalion transfer. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you read the whole, let's go, did you see it in the blue book? Because it's not just depriving a cadet of food. It's depriving a cadet of food, beverage, condiments. Etc. So it's not yet. This is why cadets, this is why you need to read the blue book. It's you cannot withhold condiments or beverages. That means you got to give them juice, even if they're little baddies. Which is crazy because I remember Nabir, we got to have hamburgers with no condiments. It was like a piece of lettuce, a piece of tomato, no condiment, unless the upperclassman was feeling nice that day. Yeah, you got condiments based on your, your mess carver's uh, emotional state of the day. Jesus, so you could technically get a battalion transfer for saying no ketchup. No ketchup, battalion transfer. If you don't get vodka oh. with your milk, battalion transfer. <laughs> Goddamn right. Uh, also, real quick, side note, stealing a loaf of bread is four times worse than leaving a gun out in your room. Ten tours for leaving a rifle unsecured. Uh, well, that's like a decommissioned military rifle. Which just needs a firing pin. But roll. no, yeah. Uh, do they put concrete in the barrels? No, because we no. clean them. Inspection. No, you just oh, yeah, board them. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, which is crazy because like this all goes to you know if you ever do become an adult in the military, you can't just walk away from your rifle unsecured. We that's can. wild. You can. You can. Someone, someone will pick it up. I promise. You can walk away from it, but it it, it won't end well. I actually, actually, I did leave that uh, fifty caliber machine gun barrel in Fort Stewart, and nobody ever picked it up. So <laughs> it's still out there. Is that the one you lost in the woods? Uh, where else would it be? Hey, Devin, I'm reading here. It says a wall four to twenty four hours, twenty demerits, forty tours. Why'd you get eighty? Ah, uh, because that- he went for like a billion hours. No, it, it, back in the day, it was only over four. It was under four was like, was I believe under four was 60. Okay, I'm, so I'm looking uh, here. They had it for eight hours on there, too. 
So from four to 24 hours, it's 20 demerits, 40 tours. AWOL over 24 hours is 40 demerits, 80 tours, and battalion transfer. Holy shit. AWOL for over 48 hours, 60 demerits, 120 tours, and battalion transfer. Yeah, but AWOL over 48 hours is a long fucking time. You can't that just is leave a long school time. for two days. Breach of barracks, unauthorized, slash unauthorized departure from barracks is 40 demerits, 80 tours, and battalion transfer. So technically... <laughs> That's probably even if you are only going AWOL for four hours, I guess you could be hit with breach of barracks. Remember, right? Yeah, not necessarily because you could just leave and not be like if it's not if it's like a Thursday and it's not authorized leave time. But if you just leave, it's not breaching the barracks. Breaching is the barracks is when you like sneak out the windows or like leave from the barracks once they're closed. But it says slash unauthorized departure from barracks. No, but if you're if it's like a school day, if it's like a Thursday, you're not confined to the parents. Mm, right. Oh yeah, I guess if you're like I'm going to class, and then you just go AWOL. I, yeah. I have to or you just don't have classes, and you just feel like going and getting like a, a Starbucks or seeing a friend. Like, no, bitch, get back, and, get back <laughs> in the barracks. I uh, I had I remember there's a couple times we snuck out we snuck out the windows, um, and I, I did that with a group where we tied like a. A bunch of clothes together and then normally i just have that night tack let me out but i remember one time and i have to tell this story because it it absolutely horrified me the whole whole night i snuck out of the front of T- paget thomas there was like a there was a room on the second floor that nobody was in and i went through i hopped out that window i popped out the screen i hopped out the window and i had someone shut it behind me but as i like swung down the first the windows on the first floor of all the barracks have that metal chain link screen fence um, I don't know if you remember that, but it's to keep cadets from just walking out the bottom window. And I fucking kicked that and it like f- fucking ripped half the screen down. Like it was like very visibly damaged, like half of it was down and I it was <laughs> 11 o'clock at night. And nobody could fix it. So I came back at the crack ass at dawn and that I'm just waiting for somebody's going to see this because on the front of the barracks and I found some fucking janitor dude. And I was like, listen, man, I got a level with you. I fucked that up. I went AWOL last night and it is, it is like five 30 in the morning. If, if that's not fixed before somebody notices it, I'm going to get in huge trouble. What do I have to do to get you to fix that? And he's like, I'm on it, dude. And he just went and did it. And, uh, I did, it's a miracle. I never got caught for that one. What a nice did, guy. Did me a solid. I saw, I, uh, never mind. I was going to say something. I remember I was, um, smoking a cigarette in, uh, in a, in the barracks room in on second division in Keelan's room we were hanging out and we had, we had popped out the screen and we we're, you know, smoking out the window and the regimental commander, uh, Corey walked by and he goes, Hey, and he sees us and he's in his, his blazer and, uh, he goes, stay there. And so obviously I ran and I think it was, no, the, it was only me that was smoking and Keelan wasn't smoking. So I, I left and the command, the regimental commander came in and, uh, asked Keelan, who was that that was smoking? Was that you? And he was like, no, that was some dude named Bobby. And uh, and that was enough. And so I never got punished. Keelan never got pressed any harder than that. He was just like, that was some dude named Bobby. Um, and uh, that covered, that was enough to cover the, the regimental commander. So Citadel is now a tobacco-free campus. And just to outline again, something that is allowed to do in society of use of tobacco, tobacco container, bottle on or off campus, 20 demerits, 40 tours. You got a spitter in your truck parked on the parked at like off campus. That's a container on or off campus. 
That's a that's a grizzly can in your truck. Don't start. Um, Don't do it. But there's Jesus. Okay, so possession slash use by minor off campus second offense for tobacco gets you sixty demerits, hundred twenty tours, and a battalion transfer. And then it says down here, all alcohol and tobacco violations result in a fine of $150 for substance abuse, education, and testing. Holy shit. There is, they have really clamped down on all the possible escapes. Which is wild because I'm pretty sure the president, General Walters, is a avid tobacco user. I've seen pictures of him. I've seen pictures of him on campus talking to cadets with a fucking lip in. That's not fair. That's not no. fair. That's bullshit. And that's that's what kind of what kind of leader would would subject his followers to that rule but not follow that rule himself? That's not right. Think hey. about think about all the marine gun like do you think all the marine ROTC instructors not one of them dips? Hey, I'm just going to say this. One of you sardines out there needs to just pull, put a white slip in for General Walters and Have pull him for this. Pull his bitch ass. <laughs> pull him. Pull him. What do we say? Use the blue. Uh, use the book. If they're going to throw the book at you, you better be ready to throw that book back. You throw the book at them. Book and weave. Duck and weave. Um, disrespectful appearance. 20 tours. What's a disrespectful appearance? What does that mean? I, so I, I remember I threw that one on there and I was like, what does that what does that even mean? How do you there's yeah, there's disrespectful appearance, gross appearance and careless appearance, which can apply to. Uh, oh, sorry. No, disrespectful appearance can apply to civilian clothes. Oh, uh, which I'm assuming no thongs. <laughs> no, no, for the, thongs. for the guys, the guys can wear them. Yeah, no thongs on women. God. Um. Um, let my people go come on uh one thing that um i did notice that has changed a lot since we were there is it's called hold others accountable uh or failure to report this is something i don't remember ever being in there so like if you don't snitch now there's punishments for it i don't remember that ever being in there here's can i quick Quick note, I love that we're able to find an updated blue book that outlines all the punishments and all the ways you can really fuck over a cadet, but I could not find an updated white book for our inspections episode to determine how a cadet is supposed to lay their full press during an inspection. <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> Break the rules and we'll fuck you up, but what are the rules? So let's cover, I guess, it's wait, called... Wait, no, no, you... No. Mets, can you do your thing again? Because it was completely unrelated to what you just said, Phillips. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I was talking about updates, and he was talking about an update, and then I was like, let's get back into it. Yeah. No, I mean, what you said was fine. But basically, what we're trying to outline here is this isn't something that was there. It wasn't a, a punishable offense while we were there. So it talks about holding others accountable. So if you don't report an alcohol or tobacco violation, it is 40 tours. Providing alcohol or tobacco to a minor. 80 tours. I don't really understand how that's and holding battalion transfer and a battalion transfer. You're right. Really? Uh, I mean, yeah, this that one, sucks that there's a punishment for being a bad snitch and everybody is forced to be like, that sucks. Everyone so, either. If you don't pull somebody for a violation that you see and they determine that that person was in violation and you 
were a witness to that violation, did not pull them. Gouge your eyes out. I uh, failure to report unauthorized person in the barracks. I was one time sitting guard duty, and this lady walked into the barracks wearing PTs <laughs> with another cadet. And the night tech looked at me and he goes, She doesn't go here, does she? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, probably not. <laughs> Wait, did you stop her? No, she was wearing PTs. Did she have her glow belt on? Yeah. All right. She was in uniform. You're right. No reason to stop her. No way to make it across the avenue of remembrance without a glow belt, especially at night. <laughs> so there's one on here that that blows my mind. This is all it is. So it's toleration of sexual harassment. All that is is 120 tours and a battalion transfer. Like, again, going back to like, okay, well, tobacco use, second offense, 120 tours. It's the same thing as if you're tolerating someone who gets sexually harassed. Like that is It so should be like suspension. Exactly. Right. It shouldn't be toleration of sexual harassment and failure to report an unauthorized person in the barracks should not be the same punishment. Exactly. One of them needs to be severely worse. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I love, um, I love reading these punishments. This is so crazy. Oh, Devin. Oh. Tampering with locks, gates, windows, security screens, door handles, and floors, 40 demerits. I'm um, excuse me, 20 demerits, 40 tours, and a dollar sign. Good God. We, Luke and I uh, once popped out our screen, and um, I guess the screen stuff was pretty regular. We used to pull it, we pulled in a, a, a box of wine from outside the barracks that his girlfriend that. brought us using Ethernet cords that were tied together, and she tied it together down at the, at the foot of the barracks. That was a two for one. So you're tampering with the screens and sneaking alcohol into the barracks. Yeah, we um, had a we had a lot of alcohol in the barracks in our years. I'm I'm trying to decipher this code because I think we are um, we are probably uh, there's a disrespect bringing discredit to the citadel, and the punishment is DS asterisk. What does that well, dis- mean? Dismissal, dismissal without uh, the asterisk means it can't be um, no amnesty. Oh, I looked this up because I was oh it's to- dismissal. Dismissal with no amnesty. Yep. So have we been dismissed? Do you think <laughs> for for what we bring in disrespect on the Citadel for the fourth large podcast? You think we are <laughs> oh, as soon as think these, we're <laughs> as soon as those fuckers in Jenkins Hall and this Golden Triangle catch wind of this, we're going to have another lawsuit on our hand. Like I said last time, our war chest is empty from the first round. I love this disrespect. I, hey, five bucks if Devin uses that joke again on the next episode. Which one? Oh, don't even get me started on the jumbotron. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I, dude, some of this stuff is wild. I, I just traffic, sent a, traffic offense on campus now twenty cons. So if you got a parking ticket from the parking home, I remember when we were cadets, like you would come back on Sundays and you'd park out in front of the barracks, and you would just for, like I remember people would sometimes just forget that they parked out in front of the barracks and be like Monday morning. People would be like running out to their cars to try to get it back in their spots, but they had like a ticket on there. And it was like you just had to pay, I think it was like a $20 fine. Well, now you got to serve 20 hours in a classroom on top of the fine. Jesus, dude. Listen, okay. I got a couple of them. Unauthorized use of fireworks on campus include MRE bombs. <laughs> That's 120. That's a BT 120. 
Uh, are you That's ready? That's good, for clean fun. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> yeah. Haircutting, possession of barber equipment slash cutting own hair or cutting another cadet's hair anywhere on campus is 10 demerits, 20 tours. Fucking Golden triangle. triangle. Exactly. That Golden. is insane. Well, how the hell it's is all about the run a barbershop? It's all about the money, baby. It is all about some the cadets people, don't know how to cut their own fucking hair. Some cadets like cutting hair. It's just a little rubbing alcohol. It's not that much. It's like disinfecting is not that complicated. Like it's not, there's no reason except for the, the profitability of that little barbershop that just charges us cadets fucking 10 bucks a pop. Every Failure week. to stop at gate when required slash loss decal is 10 demerits, 20 tours and loss of parking privileges for current semester plus one. <laughs> Damn. Here, here's one that I, I know I talked about with Bobby when we were prepping. So how many how many times did you go into somebody's room to like borrow like Brasso or Blue Magic or all the time? All, all the, the time. time. What if Every day. Went, how many times did you go in there and like someone wasn't in the room, but you just went in there, grabbed the stuff and then went back to your room? Every time they weren't in there. Yeah, uh-huh. every time. they're Well, guess what? Entering an unoccupied room. Oh, fuck. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all that build. All that build. Hold on, I got it. Unoccupied. Are you sure that that's a... Could you imagine walking into an empty room like, hey guys, how's it? Oh, no. You turn around and there's just someone with a white slip. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. Here it is. Entering a vacant empty room is now 20 cons. That's 20 hours of sitting in a classroom for just walking into a room that no one's in. Do you guys remember um, J-Bone and Rye Bear's extra room have we talked about this yet no we haven't we uh, so so j-bone and rye bear were roommates junior year and they had a room and then a couple of people had like dropped out and not shown up some so some rooms had remained unoccupied so j-bone and rye bear very neatly set up their room in immaculate MRI order and it remained perfect all the time. The reason was is because their flop house was about five doors down and it was completely filthy and that is where they lived and then they just used the other room that was their official room as like a museum almost to maintain MRI order and then one day, the fucking tech officer discovered them like fucking off in this room and gave them, I think, like, I don't know, like a gross. They got punishments. They for sure. They definitely sat cons. It was it was more than gross room. He really he fucked them. Yeah. Well, it was I bad. Mean, that's that. I mean, that whole situation seems like something that's pretty fuckable. <laughs> like they had. I mean, they're like they didn't pick up trash. It was pretty gross. I, well, I've, I've been to I've been to ryan's home uh (laughs) i'm assuming salinas is no different um imagine if they just had a room where no there was no authority except for each other and that's probably the first time you in college are allowed to be dirty because i mean you always get the like stereotypical oh college kid kid they're dirty except if you go to the citadel you can't be so that was the one opportunity to cut loose and be a, a slob well and what i love and just a a, a a nod to our friend ryan um i love his, his beautiful home but his garage you walk in there it's my favorite place in the world because 
There's fucking tons of guns, stray weights all over the place. And then the squat racks lift. It's like, you know, it's the man zone. And I, I really appreciate it. And I, uh, but I also assume that if that were to continue and he had to, was forced to live entirely in the garage, it would also have food and poop and clothes. (laughs) And uh, yeah, God, I forgot, I forgot about it. Who caught them? Was it Graham? No, I think it was Randy. Oh, it was Randy. Yeah. There's um there's a thing here. Serious sexual activity on campus is expulsion. Serious only. So so I know that you got sorry, I was I, I what's not serious up. sexual activity? Uh my uh cadet tenure. <laughs> <laughs> so you got I know you guys were finishing up talking about the the second room. You guys know why that ended up getting in, inspected, right? No. So Devin cut a deal with Turner that he would he was going to spill about this other room that was there that people may or may not have had in order for him to not have to serve the full amount of punishments and that he got to serve them as cons instead. Ain't no truth to that story. To prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm the one bringing the facts to the table. There's... You, all you just say is that's not true. Um, <laughs> it's not true. There's these like little as we read these punishments, there's like those little banners that go across like this one is treat everyone with respect and dignity and in accordance with their legal rights and protections. And then indecent exposure gets you expulsion, which I I guess is probably a form of like sexual harassment or something, I would assume. I remember there was a guy who went. He said that they used to when they would give tours of the school to like the public cadets would walk on the, onto the balcony in their towel, turn around and then like accidentally quote unquote, drop their towel and bend over and pick it up. I I guess that would get you expelled now. Yeah. But explosioned. But yeah, you get probably because you're not supposed to just show your dick to strangers. Well, it's a butt. And again, well, what if it's your butt? it's It's a, I mean, if it, I don't know. I don't think you should show that either. But then again, you shouldn't have strangers walk through the zoo cage. I will say this: discrimination is only sixty tours. Jesus Christ, dude! That's not bad. That's so. Um, this is so messed up that like the the weight that is so. They different. need to. They need to plug this into some sort of out. Did they? Is who's making these up? Who's making up the consequences? One one person made this blue book back in 18 fucking foo. And ever since then, you've had to fight tooth and claw to change every single regulation because it was already the way it was. So ever since it was written, every it's just been that way. And you can update one word at a time, but no one will let you change it because those are the rules. That's how they are. And it says insubordination and suspension. Give it a Woof. shot. It's fun. Yeah, I, I, I pulled a kid for that once for like 30 things. I, um, he's a core squad member, actually, and his TAC officer threw the whole thing out. And she also got in trouble for... TACs can't be on teams. Uh, well, she was sleeping with one of them, and she got fired. Whoa, that's a big accusation. Yeah, well, she got fired for that. Hold or on. Whatever that's... The, the core squad got fired? No, the the tactical the tack officer the so there was a tack I pulled this this knob 
this core squad knob lost his shit on me one time and like almost mm. physically assaulted me and like he was a just a nasty fuck anyways and anyway and uh so i wrote i pulled i pulled up the white book blue book i wrote up his punishments i delivered it uh to whomever and uh i either i went in there to talk to her or she asked me to come talk to her or something and um I don't know why I was in there and I met her and talked uh, talked through it with her. Um, but then they, he didn't get in trouble at all. And he, I, if we would have done that, we would have been kicked out. What he did. Um, Oof, what? Woof. Woof to this situation. Yeah. It was a Woof whole. to this podcast. Woof. 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 So, Woof. did we do it? I think those, I think that gives a pretty good rundown. I mean, we're not going to cover every punishment. Or maybe we do, and we do a part two, and we go into the topics we didn't talk about. But uh, those are some of the big hitting ones, uh, some ones that are outlined in the blue book there. But I think I think that was a good job. I think it was a good breakdown for punishments. I, I know, but I feel like uh, we've got a lot left in this script. I feel like still, but it doesn't on. really fit. Um, doesn't really. Fit. I mean, there's. Two. Pulling cadets, you got to do a white slip inspection. Besides, everything we say doesn't apply anyway because the Citadel's changed. Also, real quick, does it? It says in here that a fake ID is just a BT one twenty. A possession, the possession of a fake ID, but the oh. use of a fake ID is an honor violation. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I once was told by someone, they're like, I saw a cadet. He did not use his fake ID, but he. I saw him in possession of it and I was the VCI at the time. And he said, can you go talk to him? So I walked into this cadet's door into this cadet's room and he looked at me and I said, do you know who I am? He goes, no. I said, I'm the vice chairman of investigations for the honor committee. And I was like, I heard you have a fake ID. I suggest you lose it. And then I walked out that fucking kid looked so scared he looked like he was about to shit his pants. I didn't. I wasn't gonna be like, "Do you have one?" I was like, "I suggest you lose it." And I left. I. I mean, who fucking knows what happened to that poor kid? But, but I'm assuming when, he lost it. When we were there, you could use a fake ID during the summer. Yes, and it wasn't an honor violation. So using a fake ID during the summer during winter break, perfectly legal except it's against the law and i think if you break the law that's technically also they'll punish you at the citadel if felony. you get caught for breaking the law yeah but only 10 cons but only a couple of cons it's not... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that was a big deal yeah so yeah i think if cadets had it they i mean again like hey like a lot of college kids do blah 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 but um yeah if you had it and brought it to you with you on campus which is a, a stupid idea um you know I have my brother's ID and I obviously I left it at home because that's where it's supposed to be. Don't bring it up because once it's on campus then yeah, like you said, it's possession. Now you're, now you're committing the crime. Yep. It's like that, um, you know, devil's lettuce in Jamaica. It's fine in Jamaica, but not in some States. (laughs) Not in some States. I, uh, I think we did it. Well, I think I think as we wrap up here, I think the biggest point for you sardines to take away here is know know the blue book, know it, mm-hmm. so in that way you know what you can do and what you shouldn't do, and then you know what the punishment might be if you are going to choose to take such action. Don't be that knob that's like, well, according to the blue book, 
Fuck don't yeah. be that knob. And if you are that knob, I hope an upperclassman turns the tables on you and is like, all right, let's let's dance. I think the best time to use the blue book and to know it is for your risk assessment. Cause like sometimes it is worth going AWOL, but like mm-hmm. t- check your timetables, understand that if you get caught, like, and there is a certain probability that you will get caught just because you're doing something risky. So check your times, figure out what's, what's it worth to you and take that risk on like a grown up, and take your punishment on the chin when it comes through. And, if you get caught. And can you finish that punishment? in time to get your ring and in time to get your diploma do that calculation as well yeah. if you're going to be dumb be smart at being dumb and then like mr hess says just know when the governor is going to be coming into town so that way you can just get amnesty and then not have to worry about it or a foreign Hello, governor. State or the u.s president also i noticed that was in there yeah but they're not coming to the campus yeah sometimes isn't that quote, we are the last of the nights by Ronald Reagan? You remember, we, you know, something we haven't talked about yet is our classmate, Mr. Denzine, oh, for what he a, said when during the presidential race to Mr. John McCain. Yeah, I think that's another uh, story. It's another story for another time, I think. Yeah. Because that one lasts quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Our sure. episodes have been going long. We're like an hour and a half. The last yeah. episode. Yeah, but we're trying to feed the sardines what they need so that way they get big and strong. They're eligible. They're back in school, so they got nothing better to do than shine shoes and shine brass and listen to fourth large. Mm. 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 Love it. Mm. Mm. Never too late. That was last episode. That was the that was the matriculation episode. Son what Devin, give us give us the punishments for not listening to fourth large. What are they? There you go. Uh, BT120. And a spanking. And a spanking. Nice. And a comforting pat on the butt. A comforting pat on the butt. Yeah. A discerning pat on the butt. Mostly. Yeah. And we're going to, if you knobs message us, we'll send you pizza pizza to the barracks. Um, If you. uh, No, no, no. Because I get plenty of messages. I don't want to have to be sending them pizza. No one messages the Twitter. I I think it'd be funny to do a roulette and just send pizza to like the knobs of Bravo Company. And (laughs) and, and, but make sure that the uh, we can figure out a way to get them. Knob so and so your pizza's here. That's a hilarious guys. That's a hilarious prank to play on your classmate. Call a (laughs) Devin. Just do it right. Do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow at like 815. Hey, just make sure it's courtesy of Fourth Large. Courtesy of Fourth Large. Just order it. Just see what happens. Just send it up. We got to figure out the Ryan Ryan Timmons. Your pizza from DL Sandro has been ordered, and it's here from Fourth Large. (laughs) Uh If y'all hear a a Fourth Large delivery, whoever gets there first, you get it. It's just it's just free pizza. No, dude. We're gonna fucking send some pizzas to school. Instead of pizza, though, can we just send a massive order of like sausage? Just sausages, raw sausages. Sausages. We you remember that, dude? Instacart. We just do that with Instacart. We just sent a whole bunch of brats. You remember when the uh, when the Red Bull girls showed up and oh, it'd be God. like, guys, the Red Bull girls are here, and about two hundred dudes would come swarm these like two two little ladies that were like driving a Mini Cooper, and we're just like, get if I saw Red Bull. <laughs> I do. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. This a lot of good, a lot of good ideas here. Um, yeah. Well, hey. All right. All you sardines out there, keep your ears and eyes open for the first 
pizza delivery comes out to one of those class of 2025 knobs. Mm. Mm. Hey, swim on sardines. Swim on.